Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Hello, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is wonderful. This is it. This is it. The moment. Yo, wait. I don't know that song. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I did. That's the only part I know. <laughs> I thought I knew it, but then I didn't know it even. I didn't even know the fifth word, kind of, in the chorus, if you really think about it. Um, so this is a podcast, and it's a fan cast of... Um, uh, Michael McDonald and his whole thing. That was a, wasn't that a doobie or Michael McDonald? God, I don't know fucking anything about music, huh? I don't know anything about music. The only song I know is all about that bass. It's like my, it's like my favorite tune. Uh-huh. Talk about it every week. And it's like my only band Megan, mm-hmm. is Megan Trainer, And um, it allows you to make dad jokes as necessary. Yeah. Cause then somebody can be like, Hey, do you want to go bass fishing with me? And I can be like, I'm all, about, I, I, I'm all about that bass fishing. Or they can say something that rhymes with bass, and then you can jump in. Yeah, uh, like lace. Like, uh, you want to go see Arsenic and Old Lace? I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> no trample. So that's my favorite fucking song. <laughs> it's a podcast where we talk about the things that we're very into. And um, hey, do you have any of those uh, small wonders that I crave so bad? Those little, you know, munchable, just onesie pop, you can't stop small wonders? Uh, it's October. It is October. And that's kind of exciting, I think, for a lot of people, including me. Yeah, sure. That might even be one of my things, but we, yeah, I, I like <laughs> yeah, I like it a lot. Um, this, is, this hasn't happened before, but yeah, it's good. Maybe let's not talk about it, though. Um, I have one, and it's... Oh, hey, I have a small wonder. <laughs> hey, do you, what's your small wonder? It's actually a favor I did for you that I'm just remembering now to tell you, which is I delivered your returned items to the mailbox. Oh, thank you. Griffin received some articles online uh, that were at our house. They didn't fit. And he didn't want them. And they'd been sitting in front of our door for a long time. So on the way to get our dinner tonight, I put them in the mailbox. That is so sweet. It's not really a wonderful thing, though. You kind of just wanted to tell me about it. My small (laughs) wonder is this very nice thing that you did for me. Uh, my other small wonder is Riverdale season two. Fucking holy! I almost brought that up, but I'm good embarrassed. God alive! This fucking television I'm so show. So embarrassed about it. I was telling Rachel like some of the twists and turns of the last couple seasons of the OC seem like while you're watching it like kind of unbelievable. Like, uh, oh really? He's a he's a that character's a cage fighter now. Every episode of Riverdale contains something that is a million times wilder. And yeah, it feels like. All that work that a lot of people do when they tell stories of like, hey, if we're going to introduce this, we should really appropriately set it up in advance. We just watched an episode with a uh, with a drag race in it where one of the characters, and I won't say which one, but like one of the characters is just working on a car in one just scene, and it's inexplicably like, why, knowledgeable. Why are you? It is. It is a. I don't know. I don't think it's a good show, but I. I. I and it's not even like must see TV for me. We are we we've been spreading this watch out over several months. We watch like one every two weeks, but every time we do, I am enraptured because there's this show has no fucking rules anymore. It will do anything. It's true. It's very brave. Who goes first this week? I think maybe it's you. I think maybe it's me. What uh what's your uh, what's your first thing? My topics this week are very American. Oh, great. And I'm excited to share them with you. Cool. Let me have it. The first. Yes. Apple pie. 
apple pie i love this stuff mm-hmm. oh man do i love this stuff I haven't made one in a while i got in a little streak where i was making them there for a little bit you know what i love too is that you can just buy the can of like apple pie filling no worries no treble just do it <laughs> you know eat too much of this uh-huh. you'll have all the right curves in all the right places can we just listen to that song real quick before we do the rest of the show it's so strange to me that this is prominent for you right now so here's the thing about apple pie. Yes. It's not really as American as it seems. Oh, nuts. <laughs> uh, apples are native to Asia, which you may have known already. I think I did know that. Uh, the only native apple in North America is the crab apple. <laughs> have you ever had a crab apple pie? I don't think anyone what has. What's up with these little pruny bastards? Has anyone do horses a horse will eat a crab <laughs> you apple? You sound like a real Andy Rooney right now. What is the deal with these wrinkly old pricks? <laughs> you um, sure make me crabby and they don't look like apples. Well, yeah. Now you're kind of getting into Gene Shallot territory, which I don't <laughs> Man, did the two of them ever fucking team up? Oh my oh god. Oh my gosh. It's just a real eyebrow off on that. They're one. both dead, right? I don't think Gene Shallot is. Gene Shallot's still with us. Andy ripped, though, I think. Mm-hmm. So, apple pie. Okay, so here's the deal with apple pie. Uh, it started out, as I mentioned, not being a native plant. And then by 1800, American farmers were growing 14,000 varieties of apple. That is a lot of different... Do you want to com- try, try and name all of them? All 14,000? Yeah. Okay. Red? <laughs> Red delicious? Oh, that's one, I think. Um, Granny Smith. Yeah. Sweet baby. Uh, Yum Crumptious. <laughs> um, Mount. Mount. Taste more. Mm-hmm. Um, Ralph. <clears throat> Ralph the apple. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Yellow friend. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, sweet, Snap, Snapple. Snapple. Snapple apple. Um, uh, Little little red, sweet something, is my favorite. And then, um, is that it? Did I do fourteen thousand? It felt like it. It, did. it really did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know the apples that are most commonly used in apple pies? N- um, Macintosh. That's one. Yeah. Uh, not Granny Smith. Those are too bitter. Those no, are too sour. You can use a Granny Smith. Can you? Interesting. Yeah. Um, red Delicious. Nope. Fuck. I got Brayburn. That is not one. Gala. Gala is one. I, I fucked that up. Cortland. Nope, not an apple. Bramley. Nope, not an apple. These are made up. Empire. <laughs> no, not an apple. And Northern Spy. Northern Spy? Mm-hmm. In addition to Granny Smith and Macintosh. That is not... In, uh, f- Brayburn? <laughs> Wilbur? Was one of them Wilbur? One of them was not Wilbur. <laughs> <laughs> there was Cortland and Empire and Bramley. Bramley. Bramley is my favorite. Bramley is in 2019. Bramley is going to be the baby name the that name. shows up yeah. in like all of your friends Instagram. Like this is Bramley and I love mm-hmm. him. He's so sweet. Like a Bramley apple. You know, you know this. Now, does this sweatshirt belong to Bramley P or Bramley V? Um. Okay. So, Male or female. That's what I like about it. I it's love versatile. it. You can go wherever you need it to go. Uh, so the earliest apple pie recipe turns out 
was written in England called for figs, raisins, pears, and saffron in addition to apples. Okay, so not a fucking apple pie then, but nice try, uh, history book. I guess book. that was the first pie ever to use apples, and that's why they call there's, it. There's no, there's, where did you get this? No, no, no. This is from the Smithsonian. This is, no, Smithsonian, fuck off, no way. Wow. No, give me the, give me the Jakarta entry on apple pie, because there's no. Did you say Jakarta. Yeah, did you have Jakarta? Wasn't that or no, Encarta. <laughs> but I called Jakarta. <laughs> fucking holy shit. Listen. Listen. Um, it's still not an apple pie though. You if you put if you put four other types of fruit in it, it's not an apple pie, but good good try. Well, if you're not gonna count that, you should also consider then the Dutch apple pie, which dates back to fifteen fourteen. I was gonna say, then that's the first apple pie, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's probably what we're more familiar with. Uh, So the whole American is apple pie phenomenon is kind of difficult to pinpoint, but there is a 1924 advertisement for suits. uh, And it says new less suits that are as American as apple pie. New less suits? L-E-S-T-Z. Oh. Must have been the family name. Less suits suits that are Mm -hmm. American as apple pie, it said? Mm-hmm. That's a fucking wild thing to say. That's a wild thing to say for the first time. It's kind it's of like, a weird comparison, like, between food and clothing, too. But, but also to say it when it's not true, explicitly not true. It's a, it's American as ramen noodles. Like, <laughs> okay, I guess you can just say that. It wouldn't be the first time that somebody was like, this is American now. Uh, by World War II, this was pretty much cemented, and the the whole American apple pie phenomenon was was pretty uh, concrete. Good uh, apple pies. What's in them besides Ap- apples? Apples, cinnamon, yep. sugar, sometimes yep. caro syrup. It depends on where you live in the country. Um, crust. Uh, not not not. I mean, that's like sort of the base components, right? Am I missing a big one? Butter. Butter, I mean, yeah, but do you put butter in the filling? Yeah, dude. Okay. You gotta cook those apples. Is this the song American Pie, which I've never heard again, I've only heard just the one tune, uh, is that the, what it's talking about, though, is apple pie? You know? Bye-bye. Oh, is that how it goes? I haven't heard it, but it's like, do you know what I'm talking about, that Miss song? Miss American Pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that talking about an apple... Is it talking... <laughs> I don't know where to go with this. No, is it talking about a sentient, sapient apple pie that came alive? Oh, like like made of Ralph apples? Yeah, no, I'm talking about like an apple pie with like legs and arms mm-hmm. and uh, two big eyes and two big ruby red lips on the front of it. Does that do it for you? It does. <laughs> it does a lot. And he's singing the song to like this big sentient living apple pie mm-hmm. that he loved mm-hmm. so much and had a uh you know a sex school affair with mm-hmm. um i haven't heard it but did, can you confirm that there's more lyrics in it that are like you're you're sweet, um, sweet hold on it's like you're feeling on my i'm looking through my files yeah yes okay <laughs> hey remember that movie do you remember that movie where uh <laughs> Where that guy, I forget what it's called, but he put his uh, he put his wiener right in one. Oh, good, I good, good. Love it. Good, good, good. I fucking love it, dude. Here is the real question. Okay. You heard about cheese on pie? Oh yes. So apple pie with cheddar is it says a popular um, dish 
in Midwest and New England, particularly in Vermont. Okay. I am from the Midwest. I have never had cheddar cheese on an apple pie before. I have. Oh, yeah? It's okay. I did it. I was pressured by friends, peer pressured, uh, to try it. Where were you at the time? Uh, Jail. I was, I was, no, I was at home. I was like at a party or something and there was. They're like, hey, Griffin, put cheese on that pie. Do it, Griffin. I think it may have actually been a church picnic. <sighs> and it wasn't, it wasn't awful because it was like a, it was like craft singles, right? So it's not oh. the, well, no, it's, you want that over like a fucking pungent, <laughs> a, a pungent blue cheese, right? You want like a flavorless so. slab and it just kind of makes it, makes it kind of creamy. I, I, I would not do it again, but, um. I, it was it was not as awful. As I've I never had it, be. it, and it it shocks me. Okay, well, I'm sure we're going to hear from dozens of wonderful fans. Who are like, it's the only <laughs> fucking way, dude. Uh, love apple pie, big fall dish. Yeah, it's super cinnamony sweet. Yeah, I will right. always choose it. Um, let's say there's a variety of fruit pies. I will always go apple. Yeah, um, I'm thinking. I don't. Yeah, I know you like a strawberry. Uh, I do, but that's a sometimes food. That's okay. a, and, and when I say sometimes, I mean like middle of July. Yeah. Really no other time of year do I want to eat a strawberry pie. Um, hey, can I tell you about my first thing? And those McDonald's apple pies too? And the like little vending machine apple pies? Hand pies, yeah. The, the little hostess, hostess hand pies. I'll destroy please, one of those. But please my, tell me about your thing. My first thing is seals the animal. Uh, the animal seals. Good. Which are good. We watched uh, some seals videos a couple of nights ago. I um, decided. Yeah. I'd seen a lot of capybaras, yeah, seen a we, lot of sloths. We did dip in, and I didn't really, we haven't really explored this yet, but the Nagasaki Biopark, uh, which we've talked about their Vine account being sort of my original source for capybara material, they do have a YouTube channel that is pretty fucking choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but we wanted a new animal. I wanted an animal that, that scratched a lot of the same itches of the capybara. Mm. Um Seal. Seal got us there. Um, yeah. Seals are kind of like sea otters, but big. Um, and great. Did you, there's a lot of different types of seals. Um, there is a clade, which is an awesome word that I just learned today. It means basically like a bunch of different species of animals that have like one common ancestor, oh. um, called pinnipeds. And that encompasses, uh, these like, I think there's 33 different types of pinnipeds, including seals, uh, and one s- a species of walrus. There's just one type of walrus, I guess. The Bramley. And the Bramley. <laughs> the Wilford Bramley. Um, I don't necessarily want to talk about walruses because they don't do it for me. Really? Yeah, they're kind of like seals, but sharp with his yeah, sharp... I mean, they got big teeth. But yeah. They're, but they're like a seal, but bigger. More seal but per inch. The teeth is really no good. Okay. Okay. And also, um, I saw clips from the um, movie that um, Jason... Oh, shit. Was it from Jay and Silent Bob? Muse? Uh, no, not then the other one. <laughs> The Silent Jason Bob. Jason Lee. No, the other, so the guy who plays Silent Bob. I'm really dying out here, folks. Oh, I can't Kevin remember. Smith? Kevin Smith made the, the movie with the. With uh, Walrus? Justin Long. Oh, yeah, it's called Tusk. You didn't hear about it? Ooh, he made like this trilogy no. of Canadian like horror movies. One of them was called Tusk, Ooh. in which, uh, spoiler alert, somebody turns. Um, uh, Justin Long into a walrus. It's horrific. Anyway, don't love them. <laughs> Pinnipids, though. Uh, here's here's a fact. Because we were talking about when we were watching it, you were like, what animal do, do seals remind me of? Mm-hmm. Uh, Pinnipeds belong to the order, order Carnivora, and their closest living relatives are 
bears and mustaloids, which includes weasels, raccoons, skunks, and red pandas. Having I can di- see weasel. Having diverged uh, about 50 million years ago, yeah. uh, which seems like a, a quite a long time. I can also see bears. Just I, see, I don't know that I can see bears. Okay, okay. Um, there's one type of seal I also don't want to talk about. They are the, the leopard seal is fucking canceled. No way. Whoa. These things are the most brutal. Well, they're like the second most vicious oceanic predator, right behind killer whales. This is not a joke. They will like when they get old and big, they will eat other seals. Oh, Fuck no. that. You're canceled. Get out of your leopard seals. You are not invited to this segment. Did all the leopard seals leave? <laughs> Okay, good. Uh, here's some fun facts about seals. They're whiskers. Cute as heck, dude. I love those things. I love an animal with whiskers, just in general. But these whiskers are also useful because they can sense vibrations in the water, mm. maybe of predators, maybe of prey. Any organism that displaces water while in the water, they can sense it with their whiskers up to hundreds of yards away. Wow. Makes that noise and they pick it up and then they go right over to it. Uh, they live on land and sea. On land, they can like live in colonies of thousands of seals, just all mm-hmm. congregating together. Um, when uh, when when a, a seal has a baby seal, they do it on land, and they usually crank one out a year. That's a great great <laughs> return on seal investment. I'm very into that. Uh, when it's in the water, seal can hold its breath for two hours, which is one of like the oh. longest amounts of time that a seal. Well, it's because they can slow down their heart rate by up to eighty percent when oh, they're in the water, uh, which allows them to dive up to thirteen hundred feet below the surface of the water i've talked about puffins before being like pretty dope very versatile animals a seal is also like land Mm -hmm. sea probably not air definitely not air but land and sea like they have it and probably not even land actually they're not that great we did watch a video of a a seal kind of lumbering up to like a dude who was just like sitting and the seal was like sort of nibbling on its boot. And then the seal started to roll over and it did roll all the way down a very big hill. It took about 40 (laughs) seconds for it to finish its descent. And it was, um, it was so good. Um, sad stuff. They are hunted. They are hunted both by humans for their, for their fur, uh, in certain parts of the world and by orcas for their amazing flavor. I assume, um, (laughs) But don't think about that. Don't look at that. Don't look at that. Um, look at the videos. There's so many videos of great, great yes. seals doing great stuff. And they got those flippers. They got the flippers. They got the snoots. They got the bark. They got the bark. The sound that these animals make is out of this world. Yes. Out of this world. I've never heard one and said, like, I hate that. It's it's always, I'm, I'm, I'm so delighted by that. I uh, would love to meet a seal in person. They're snoots. I, 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 t- I touched Gosh, on that earlier. Snoot. Whenever there's a video of like a seal playing with a child through the glass at an aquarium, that's very good. When the seal like squooshes into the window and you see his whole face compress, it is, I'm going to cry. It's so good. It's the best nose. It's one of the best noses. And I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, the baby seal jumping up on the surfboard. Hello. Hello. Are you listening? Are you watching? <laughs> eyes open. Look at the seal on the surfboard. It's so good. They've got those big eyes too, like those sweet eyes. I love their eyes. Everybody's always talking about dolphins. Dolphins are the most beautiful sea creature. Look at how smooth. No. I love seals in the way that I wish I loved dolphins. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I do. Can I steal you away? <laughs> That's short, but I mean, what else is there to say? It's fucking seals, man. It's seals are the best. I'm getting, and now I'm getting angry because of how much I like them. Or, 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 or. <laughs>
Oh no, the, the ending was a, kind of a scary roar. The ending kind of sounded like a leopard seal, and I specifically <laughs> told them to get the hell out of my podcast. It can be intimidating trying to roll with the console cowboys in cyberspace. Um, there's always the worry that maybe they know something that you don't vis-a-vis um, website design or website functionality, and you think, I could never be that. I could never be among their illustrious ranks. Griffin, if I wanted to build a website where I ranked my favorite episodes of Ghost Rider, would I be able to do that? Well, first of all, it would be the same list as everybody else's with the Julia Stiles <laughs> episode at the top. But yes, you can do that with Squarespace. It's the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Every Squarespace website and online store comes with a suite of integrated features and useful guides that help maximize prominence among search results. Do you want to have special functionality, like maybe a members-only VIP club section of your website? You can do that. Do you want to sell stuff? Yeah, you can do that too. Do you want to have an online scheduler so that people, you can, you can sell uh your time yeah you can do that also anything is possible that's um there for the commercial the super bowl commercial they had that was my voice yelling anything is possible in the wow background. yeah not a lot of people know that hey head to squarespace.com slash wonderful pod for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use offer code wonderful pod to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain griffin yeah you know it's a shame what is that when you order uh, meals to be delivered to you, they can only be for dinner. That's true because of the law. But wait, wait, what's this coming across our desk? The law is different now? <laughs> it's factor. These rebels are operating outside the boundaries of food law. <laughs> factor has breakfast. They have midday bites. They have smoothies. Uh, there's lots of stuff you can get with Factor. What other things can you get with Factor? Well, I'm looking at this menu right now. They got a lot of tasty little options for you. I'm talking about artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. Did you even know that butter could be tomato? <laughs> Not me. Shredded chicken and loaded mashed taters. With I changed the word. They say potatoes, but I said taters, precious. With mushroom <laughs> gravy, smoked cheddar, uh, bacon, and Parmesan broccoli. Uh, this this menu is out of sight, and my mouth is just watering looking at these glossy JPEGs of tasty food. So head to factormeals.com slash wonderful50 and use code wonderful50 to get 50% off. That's code wonderful50 at factormeals.com slash wonderful50 to get 50% off. Hey, I've got a Jumbotron. Okay. You're sitting on that piano bench in a really, <laughs> a very curious way. Yeah, it's very flirty. <laughs> you kind of do look like a lounge singer, like sitting on top of a piano. Like you're just kind of like in, in repose on the piano bench. You let our listeners in on the secret that we record this show using state-of-the-art equipment. And I still <laughs> sit on a piano bench. Listen, we were just at Ikea. We just dropped the ball on buying a second chair for the office. Uh, I have a new YouTube channel for you to check out. Oh, please. It's youtube.com slash Aaron Cerise. Can you spell that for our friends at home? It's E-R-Y-N-C-E-R-I-S-E. And what uh, what's this channel all about? You like Sailor Moon? Uh, sure. Specifically, are you in tune with Sailor Moon? I am. Yes, I, I am definitely in tune with Sailor Moon. Madoka Magica? Yes, love that one. Pretty Cure? Uh, I'm pretty cure. <laughs> if you love magical girl anime and are interested in the history of this fabulous, frilly, wonderful genre, 
Join Erin Cerise for her new video series, Mahau Profile, A History of Magical Girls. This series aims to chronicle the entire magical girl genre show by show from the 1960s to today, giving in-depth reviews, analyses, and links to wider Japanese pop culture along the way. That sounds like a very, very good channel. Again, that's youtube.com slash Erin, E-R-Y-N, Cerise, C-E-R-I-S-E. Um, and I got to say, like, I can't wait for the episode about my favorite magical girl, uh, who, uh, Megan Trainer. So. Just, just, <laughs> just still, still doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Okay. This next message is for Anna. It is from Tessa. Rip it. Anna, you are getting married. Or are you married? Did I officiate? Or was that just a joke? From the day I met you 13 years ago... Me, in a bathrobe, locked out of my dorm. You, helpful? What a meat cute. Until this day, probably, we have been friends. Wow. I hope being married is as fun as adopting a dog, but with fewer potty accidents. I love you, Tessa. (laughs) I think Rachel would attest that there have been many more potty accidents than she was sort of uh, in the market for. Um, I I would say what you do isn't an accident. (laughs) No, <laughs> I'd say I'd say just intentional potty usage. Yeah, it's not an accident, but it is a mistake. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, it does. It always makes it in the potty, though, right? Mm-hmm. So, there. <laughs> I'm bailiff Jesse Thorne, and justice is within your reach. My mom refuses to take my phone calls. My boyfriend says I should take our cats with me to graduate school, but I think he should keep them. In the court of Judge John Hodgman, justice rules. My partner's board game collection is out of control. My sister won't stop stealing my clothes. I'm Judge John Hodgman. I'm tough, but fair. fair. I'll bring you justice, and I'm only a click away. Tipping, automotive etiquette, siblings, roommates. If you've got a case, go to MaximumFun.org slash JJHO. Judge John Hodgman is tough, but fair. fair. Subscribe to the podcast today. Judge John Hodgman rules. That is all. Hey, what's your second thing, please? My second thing. I can't wait. How American is it? On my American train uh, is craft beer. Craft beer? Craft beer. Okay. Yeah. A contentious one, I think. Oh, yeah? A contentious one. (laughs) Okay. Uh, so I just, you know me, I like a Bud Light. Oh yeah. I just want to listen. I don't, I just want to like, tell me what you like about Bud Light. Crisp flavor. What's the flavor exactly? (sighs) Bud Light. Okay. Uh, I mean, it tastes like, you know, a beer. It tastes like a good time beer. Mm -hmm. Uh, crisp flavor, uh, sharp hops and the barley that they use, uh, that they to- they toast it just the way I love it, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Uh, when I'm out at uh, you know a, a, a high school football game and I've snuck the Bud Lights in for me and nobody else, um, then I just feel it like a lot more than you know if I had like a what a, what a, like a half of half of wise I can't this, even um, yeah. this, this character you're doing right now yeah he's in like 30 seconds he's gonna like die what's his name his name is uh, Toe Toe T-O-E mm. yeah his name is Toe Big Toe as they called him in high school I'm gonna miss him yeah so hold on let me finish 
Uh, so yeah, like I'll go and root for the uh, the uh, Titans from Remember the Titans, and uh, mm-hmm. I'll have like three or four. Ah! Oh no! I fell in a manhole. Oh no, Toe! He died. Yeah. I love craft beer, though. I know that about you. <laughs> uh, I get very excited when I am at a a bar or a restaurant. And they hand you that list, and there's actually craft beers on it. A lot of times you don't get that. I appreciate that. I'm excited about it. I'm, I like going to a store, and they got all the different colored labels, and you see all these exciting new kinds that you've never had before. They have fun with those labels. Mm-hmm. Like a, like a seasonal, like those craft beers, a lot of times they have a lot of seasonal options, which oh, are yeah. exciting. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about craft beer. Okay. Hasn't been popular for very long. That's, this is true. This is the mm-hmm. one thing I do know about craft beer. Mm-hmm. Is that it's been like four years. You remember when we were coming up? Yeah. You just couldn't find a lot of it. You literally couldn't. We had a, a store called the Ashland Beverage Center, uh-huh. uh, which was in Ashland, Kentucky, which was a good half hour, 40 minutes away from, from uh, our home. And we had to have to go there if we wanted if we wanted any cider of any kind. Yeah. We literally had to cross <laughs> state lines to get it. They had Strongbow, which is fortunate because that's like my favorite cider still. But like to get any ciders whatsoever, uh-huh. not available in, in all of Huntington. That's wild. I didn't even think about that. Uh-huh. We used to drink trash. Yeah. No, I mean, I definitely did. Um, so craft beer kind of came about in the uh, 80s. Uh, in the 70s, effective marketing campaigns changed America's beer preference to light, uh, low-calorie beers. Uh, and this is from BrewersAssociation.org. That fact is terrifying, by the way. Mm-hmm. You like this now. Now you like this. By the end of the 70s, the beer industry had consolidated to only 44 brewing companies. Industry expert, experts at the time predicted that soon there would only be five brewing companies in the United States. Uh, Were they right? No. Okay. (laughs) Uh, So then came about the home brewing hobby because a lot of people couldn't find the beer traditions and styles from other countries locally. So they started making it themselves. Uh, One of the first was the uh, Anchor Brewing Company. Uh, and also in the 1976, the new Albion Brewery in Sonoma, California. Is Anchor like Anchor Anchor Steam? The... What is that? San Francisco beer? That I could be know. wrong. Okay. I don't know. The 1980s, as I mentioned, marked the decade of the microbrewing pioneers. Uh, and what you saw was the number of craft brewers going from eight in 1980 to 537 in 1994 to over 6,000 in 2018. These are craft brew companies, right? Not yes. like people doing it in their backyard? Yes. I was going to say, how do you know that eight people were in their backyard yes. making bathtub hooch? Yes. Uh, so some of these, just out of curiosity, uh, Sierra Nevada, which is one of the like, oh, earliest sure. ones that everyone knows about, 1980. Uh, New Belgium, 1991. So good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fat Tire was one of the first beers where I was like, oh. Oh, this is actually interesting. great. Interesting. Yeah. There's flavor here. Uh, Dogfish Head, 1995. All right. It's like super recent. For sure. I guess not not super recent. That's, yeah, shit. That's a lot of our listeners were probably born right around then. That's 23 years ago, huh? <laughs> yeah. Damn, dog. Uh, 
But uh, yeah, it's just exciting to see kind of the way that these people like made the market themselves. Going to breweries now is like one of my favorite things to do. It is the best. And there's a whole bunch of them in our area. But um, just being able to like drink an inciting beverage with all these different flavors and, and really kind of appreciate the work that goes into it. Yeah, I didn't. I really didn't think I would ever have an appreciation for mm-hmm. like uh, like fancy flavorful beer because i really only did drink for me a like fancy beer experience was like yingling um yeah which i'll still i'll still i'll still pound a yingling but um now i like now that i really very 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 rarely drink to like feel the effects of alcohol on my body but rather just to like enjoy a tasty beverage mm-hmm. um yeah going to breweries is, is the absolute tops I know, I know, and this—that's another fall thing for me. I feel like oh, for sure, like a soft pretzel and like a like a craft beer. Yeah, I mean, it can be a summertime thing too if it's um, indoors or if they have those little Mister fans that they have at like a yeah. Universal Mister fan. That's fun. I wonder if they know Miss American Pie. <laughs> you were adorable. I know. Um, can I do my second thing? Yes. My second thing is the month of October. <laughs> oh, hey. Hey, what do you know? Um, so it's great. And it's spoiled. It's spoiled. Because people knew and people like were thinking the whole episode, like, what's he going to talk about? Is he going to talk about Halloween? Like, yeah, I'm going to talk about, is he going to talk about pumpkin spice? Yeah, I'm going to, I don't really have Have we it. not talked about October before? I mean, we've talked about how good fall is. We've talked Mm -hmm. about, we did the whole Thanksgiving off. Yeah. But the month of October is very, very exciting for me. Now I need to do, I do need to check wonderful.fy to make sure we have not explicitly talked about October before. We're in the clear. Let me check the small wonders. We're in the clear. Okay. So October is the 10th month of the year. (laughs) And for me, it's where things really start getting exciting, huh? Mm-hmm. Is that because my dad's birthday is on the seventh? Um, I did not know that, but two days later, Scott Bakula's birthday is uh, seriously for sure October. 9th. Oh my gosh, Scott Bakula, my dad must have the same astrological sign. Isn't that so fun? That to makes think about? so much sense. It makes a lot of sense. Um, actually, <laughs> now that I think about it, there's just no. There's a lot of reasons why I don't really get excited for um, a month rolling over until October because yeah, I feel no, like this right. is where things start to get good. It is the quarter of the year that has like the best holidays, right? October, November, December is like where the only good holidays are, Ooh, are kept. Not right. the only good holidays, but you know what I mean. Like the big, the big hitters: Halloween into Thanksgiving into you know ho- holiday season, holiday. That is like the shit right there. That is good stuff um, for us in Texas. October means finally the end of summer weather. Usually it was 93 mm. degrees today. So maybe we'll get there. At Not some exactly point. fall though here. Not quite fall, but it, this is when fall kind of rolls over. Yeah. Not, not September, mm-hmm. certainly not in August. Uh, we do start getting some of that fall foliage, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. And that's like a worldwide thing like october in west virginia forget about it yeah um we went to we we took our honeymoon in japan in october and uh some of like the the rural stuff that we did out there was like the most gorgeous shit i've ever seen in my life because of that fall foliage the the color change was good the crunchy leaves beneath the feet is good the leaf piles is good although one time i was visiting my nani i went down a slide into a big leaf pile spider bit me right on the freaking hand got real big like a like a dumbo hand so uh, that was a, 
Um, you do get flavors. You do get the pumpkin flavors. You also get like apple caramel. You get the like, salted mm-hmm. caramel flavors. There's mm-hmm. a lot of exciting flavors that you really only start getting around this time. Um, wax pumpkins. Nobody's eating wax pumpkins any other time of year. Like candy corn, right? I call them wax pumpkins. Do you? <laughs> Basically, that's what they are, right? The mellow cream pumpkins. Okay. Uh, let's see. TV shows start coming back yeah this by this point usually they're all back survivors back on hello good, good place. place is back on hi good place you're still the best show on tv thank you um so that's very exciting i did scott's birthday uh video games like the big holiday games start coming out this month uh which is very exciting mario party comes out this friday stoked for that one red dead redemption 2 gonna be so good that's gonna be fun cowboys playing around with all my friends cowboys you know robbing a train riding a horse these are things you do in the video game i just mentioned i'm not actually gonna go rob a train i thought you were talking about the dallas cowboys the dallas cowboys (laughs) have a lot of big games this time the they're gonna play the denver broncos and they're gonna beat their butts i don't know if any of that's true i haven't watched a football Mm -hmm. game in maybe two years um seasonal activities we're talking about apple picking. I've never done it, but it seems like a lot of people are oh, so enthusiastic about it. Oh my gosh, this it. is a big thing where I come from. Oh, apple picking? Yes, sir. I, how is it? You ever done it? Oh, so good. Okay. So Do you good. get to eat them? Or? Yes. Okay, I thought maybe you just give you them. You buy way too many apples and you don't eat all of them, but the experience of plucking it from a tree is fun. Unbeatable. Uh, and then you got, you know, Corn Maze, Hayride, Haunted House. And speaking yeah. of Haunted Houses, you do get Halloween, which is a good, good holiday. It's fun to go out and play around with your friends in the streets, get up to no good, dress up in fun costumes, see what your friends dress up as. Uh, Trick or Treat is fun. We definitely talked about that one last year. We've been doing this podcast a year now. Mm-hmm. That's wild to me. Well, oh, we've been know. doing wonderful a year now. We've been doing podcasts together now for, what, shit, like two and a half, three years? That's a long time. Mm. Um, so also, all I want to do at this time of year is watch scary movies. I, I love scary movies, but I never like make a priority to watch them except for this time of year. And yeah. luckily, like all the streaming services mm-hmm. are like, here's all of them. Here's every scary movie, which is good. I got a, mm-hmm. I got a lot I want to watch. Um, and so I just love October. It's like the first month. Obviously, November and December have stuff to do also that is big and fun, but they are also kind of stressful because... You got a lot to plan, whether it's a, a Thanksgiving dinner or, you know, shopping for presents for your friends and family. Um, that's, it's also kind of the return of seasonal decor. Yes. Because if you think about it, after July 4th, around these parts, you don't get a lot of uh, house dress em ups. That's but you true. definitely do this time of year. That's fun. You get like the fun holiday stuff, but without the like super cold, without the shitty time change stuff. Uh, well, that is coming. In, in November. Oh, it is November? We're good. Okay, we we're good. Time. October rules. Hey, do you want some submissions from our friends at home? Yes. Here's one from Casey who says, I think neural networks are wonderful, especially when they're put to silly nonsensical ends, like the nonsensical, uh, like the neural network generated uh, beers, metal bands, recipes, at uh, all weirdness. Uh, it is so nice to be able to have a laugh at something for being pure nonsense that almost resembles something sensical. I don't know what this is that you're talking about. It's right like now. when you like a, I showed a computer a thousand episodes of Frasier and then it wrote its own episode of Frasier. Let's oh, see how it does. They're okay, so okay, good. Okay. Uh, Dana says something I think is wonderful is finding something that is creatively fulfilling. A couple of friends and I have been working on a podcast that released yesterday. It's the most fun I've had in a long time and it's scary to put it into the wild, but I feel happy doing it. And that's what really matters, right? 
Yeah, for sure. Yes. Doing podcasts is fun. All creative endeavors are fun and scary, but you got to do them and they're great and I'm proud Sometimes of you. Sometimes you do an annual podcast for with sure. your brothers and your friends. Yeah. Where you just watch Paul Blart Mall Cop Oh, that's too. coming up, isn't it? I take it back. This season, <laughs> this quarter of the year sucks. Uh, Peter says, I love participating in the peak efficiency of revolving doors. No awkward door holding. No mumbled mumma. No age before beauty. Just four people using teamwork to get into and out of this building. Oh, So gosh. good. So efficient. They always make me a little nervous. You know why? Why? Because I feel like you really have to time the speed of rotation appropriately. Yeah, for sure. Um, not not every speed is going to work for everyone. And also, if it's a really big one, like can you oh, fit two? So scary. Can you fit two in I one little it. pie wedge or but not? Otherwise, it's great. Um, thank you to <laughs> Bowen and Augustus for a theme song. Uh, Money won't pay. You can find a link to that in the episode description. Thanks to Maximum Fun. Hey, tell the people about Max Fun. There are podcasts on Maximum Fun related to comedy and culture. Mm-hmm. A lot of good ones. That was great. That's all at MaximumFun.org. <laughs> we have other shows at McElroyShows.com. And I think that's it, right? Yeah. I have to use the bathroom so bad. Oh, here it is. I have to use is. the bathroom so bad. I've had to for like the last five minutes. Can you tell? Here it is. Could you yeah. tell? You could tell? I was making a face. Could you tell? This is so embarrassing. I'm going to die. Bye. <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Is there a dog in a car at a bar on the street? Yay! I'm Allegra Ringo, a small dog owner. My dog Pistachio howls when she's excited. And I'm Renee Culvert, a big dog owner. My dog Tugboat tips over when he's sleepy. And we co-host a podcast called Can I Pet Your Dog that airs every Tuesday. We bring you all things dog. Yes, dog news, dog tech, dogs we met this week. We also have pretty famous guests on butt legs. We're not going to let them talk about their projects. No. Just want to hear about those dogs. We don't want to hear about your stuff, only your dogs. So join us every Tuesday on Max Fun. 